0: Well hello everybody. Hope you're doing well this week. That wonderful incredible song is called New Wine and it is taken from Hillsong Worship's new album called Take Heart Again. The original song is from the album called Take Heart I think and it's sung by Brooke but today there's a brother who sings it and you know no offence to anyone but when the brothers and the sisters are singing there's just some, some extra and so it really blesses my heart and I hope it does the same for you um, as we work through this week um, and all the things we have to get through. It might be a little bit of a challenging one, but I hope as always, we're here to inspire, to encourage and to challenge each other, to grow in our faith, in our calling and in our passionate commitment for Christ. And so with no further ado, this week's reading is going to come from Romans 8, 31-39, as well as Mark 5, 36. So Romans 8, 31-39 reads as follows. So what does all this mean? If God has determined to stand with us, tell me, who then could ever stand against us? For God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure, the gift of his Son. And since God freely offered him up as a sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give. Who then would dare to accuse those whom God has chosen in love to be his? God himself is the judge who has issued final who has issued his final verdict over them, not guilty. Who then is left to condemn us? Certainly not Jesus the anointed one. For he gave his life for us. And even more than that, he has conquered death and is now risen, exalted and enthroned by God at his right hand. So how could he possibly condemn us since he is continually praying for our triumph? Who could ever divorce us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love toward us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about prosecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No. For they are all important to hinder omnipotent Omnipotent love, even though it is written All day long, we face death threats for your sake, God. We are considered to be nothing more than sheep to be slaughtered. Yet, even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all, for God has made us to be more than conquerors, and His demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. There is no power above us or beneath us. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. That's beautiful the second scripture is mark 5 verse 35 see if i can turn the page without making a lot of noise mark 5 verse 36 i mean but jesus refused to listen to what they were told and said to the jewish official do not yield to fear all you need to do is keep on believing we are nearing the end of March um and those in the business world always divide the year into four quarters and so if you looked at it from that perspective we are nearing the end of the first quarter of 2021. That thought itself is pretty crazy to think that already in this year three months are under our belt. It's crazy because you know we entered into this year most of us if not all of us holding our breath waiting to see what the year would bring. After surviving a crazy year like 2020, for some, it seemed foolish to um, be overly eager and make enormous plans for 2021. For some, it seemed safer to hold our breath and to wait and see how the year would unfold to wait and see, will we you know, get over Corona? Will the borders open? Will businesses pick up? Will kids be able to go back to school? Um, will this year be ready for new things, for um, new businesses to be birthed, for new projects to be birthed, for new ideas to be birthed, for new physical, actual human babies to be conceived and to be born? It feel, It felt like a bit premature, to come out boldly and be like, yes, the year to build or the year to start or the year to whatever, when we still weren't so clear how the year would pan out. And as you've seen, it's been semi-okay in some regards in the sense that, yes, we've got the vaccine and things are slowly picking up and life is slowly moving on. But everyone is so exhausted from what was and it's still um, it still feels like, People are still holding their breath, still waiting for the other shoe to drop. Is it really over? Can I really move on? Can I really start? Today, I'm here to challenge you and I that the answer to all of those questions is yes. Yes, it's time. Yes, it's time to plant. Yes, it's time to build. Yes, it's time to release. Yes, it's time to dream. Yes, it's time to explore. Even with the limitations that currently exist in our world, yes, it is time. God is constantly doing a new thing. In the midst of the darkness, in the midst of winter, seeds are hibernating. And seeds are, I don't know the, I don't know what subject is it, biology. I don't know the right terms, right? So don't judge me. But seeds are holding underground. I had, I um, was eating an apple, an apple the other day. And I found the apple seeds in the corn and it started germinating, haha, <laughs> that's the word, and the seeds had started germinating. And when I went to look it up, it said to me that those apple seeds were in the spot, or were in the season or were in the timing when they are ready to be put in the ground. You know, and sometimes you get a dry seed and you have to um, wrap it up with um, a little bit, a little bit of water, put it in a cool space so that then it can start to shoot out um, these little fingery things. And only then you can put them in, in, um, in the ground. But in my instance, for whatever reason, the apple that I was having had already started that process. And that really got me thinking because it also then spoke about, I couldn't just take this um, this seed and straight away put it on the ground. I had to wait until the weather was pretty cold Um, because apple seeds do better. They spend a season re-germinating. I'm going to look up that word to make sure I'm not talking nonsense in terms of the actual term. But apple seeds need to go in the ground and they stay in the cold but... What we don't see from the outside is that they are actually, there's something going on. Newness is going on, a new plant is forming. And soon enough, it makes its way up through the dirt. It makes its way up through the darkness. It makes its way past the you know the coldness, past the darkness, and it shoots forth this new plant. And I think that, in fact, it's not just my head thickening, it, it's my spirit. Believing it that sometimes even in the midst of seasons like this one, where, you know, unprecedented, uncertain times, these times are precedented and they are certain to Christ because he has ordered and called everything into being. None, You know, we kept hearing last year the different ser- sermons that none of what was happening in our world was a surprise to Christ. And so it is my belief that it's okay that we have held our breath it's okay that we've needed to just wait and see how it was all going to pan out but I genuinely at least for me if it's not applicable to you hallelujah praise the Lord but I know that for me I feel so strongly that it's time it's time it's time to to clean up that suit it's time to brush those shoes it's time whatever whatever the thing for you that you had that had to pause because of the season I'm here to tell you that it's time The song talks about the one we're listening to right now it talks about new wine and new power and new freedom there's certainly newness you know um how do I say this to you that there's something in the air that if you would stop, e- e- even physically and metaphorically, the end of this month, um, we are in the we are already in the start of a new season, right? So yes, the end of this month is the end of the first quarter, but we are already in the start of the new season. We are already in the start of autumn, and autumn prepares us for winter, and winter prepares us for um spring, and spring prepares us for summer. And, and what I'm trying to point out to you, and I, th- I feel like I'm failing, help me Jesus, what I'm trying to point out to you is that life really never stops. And I'm not trying to speak about, you know, the moments when we are being extra and we're going on too hard and we don't know when and how to literally and metaphorically take the Sabbath to have a sealer moment where we can pause and rest and be restored in Christ. No, I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about the understanding that God is always doing something new. There's always like a preparation for the next season. Things don't stop in Christ. And now more than ever, when we've come from this Troublesome, tiresome season. That it's time for you to open up whatever it is. You know, I don't, because I know what's for me, I don't know what's for you, but you know what it is that you were working on, that you had to pause. It's time for it to come out. My second bit is that it's going to be a stretch, love. It's always going to be a stretch. The question is not, will you get stretched? Will it be hard? Will it be trying? The question is, are you willing for it to be a stretch? Back to my example of this uh, apple seed, which I'm planting um, in a couple of weeks' time. It, it, it will be cold for the seed underground, right? But that's just for a moment. It will be dark for the seed underground. But that's just a moment, that's like, that's like a tree now in autumn when the leaves are falling off and a brand new tree would be freaked out because it's never experienced this, right? And so when it sees the leaves falling off, it will think, oh, what's happening to my beautiful leaves? Never understanding and recognizing that these leaves have to fall off so new beautiful leaves can come on. And that, yes, over the winter season, it would look bare, And it would look as if that seed is, sorry, it would look as if that tree has died. But there's, there's buds that come off and come spring, this new, beautiful, glorious, beautiful scented flowers and leaves will, you know, come forth from that tree. But again, in the process, hey, there's this big thing about the process at the moment. In the process, it will feel like a stretch. In the process, it won't feel the most amazing thing ever. But if we are focused and we are not filled with fear, as um, the book of Mark, um, you know, where did I read it here? Don't yield to fear. All you need to do is keep on believing. If we keep on believing that even when it doesn't look like it, that even when it doesn't feel like it, there is a seed that's growing and that God is out there um watering it and ensuring that it will come um to pass we need to believe as um the book of romans that god has given us like the best gift which is his son and it says and so since he freely offered him up as a sacrifice for us he certainly cert- like dude if he's if he's already given the very best that there is he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give But we are the ones who have to plant that seed. We are the ones who have to step out of faith. We are the ones who have to believe in the things that he's called us and then things that he's placed in our hearts and then step out on those things, trusting that he will not withhold anything, that he will go and do above and exceedingly um, beyond all that we could ever imagine or ask, right? My third point I wanted to say you know some people go okay great I, i'm i'm inspired i am challenged but i have no idea you know what's left after the season we've gone through after i have finally managed to get back on my feet and i've battled my mental health and you know i'm i and i've battled finances because of all the ramifications that came with what went on last year i'm slowly m- managing to cope with the grief of all the loved ones that I lost through such a tough season, I'm not sure I know what's next for me. It is my belief that if we look around, God, if we believe that God is always at work, then we have to believe that he is constantly leaving us clues or breadcrumbs, that all we ever have to do is look up and look around to see his fingerprints all across our lives. God will um, you know, usher his spirit, he will whisper, or he will yell loudly, whatever you need. He will always lead you in the direction that you are supposed to go. Sometimes it's not necessarily the direction we wanna go, but if you could quieten your spirit for a moment, you'll certainly be able to feel and sense where he is leading you. So my third point is look around. God has been, even in the middle of that trying season, even in the middle of the challenging season that you've gone through. In the midst of all of that, God has been leaving clues and breadcrumbs for you to be able to follow through and know what's next for you. The first biggest step is always, always to have faith, to have courage and recognize what it is that he's calling you to and be willing to stretch and go there. I feel strongly that it's time We can't live our lives holding our breath. You take a breath in and you take a breath out. It wasn't meant to be lived, held. And so, if this is for you, I know that you know immediately what it is that you had to put on hold. Mending a relationship, having the conversation, forgiving someone, applying for that job, Quitting that job. Trying again to have that baby. Starting that business. Whatever it is, you need to lay down the old thing so you can carry the new one. You need to acknowledge that God has called us all to different things in different times and in different seasons. But he has fully equipped us to be able to do this. He's given us all we need. He's given us his love. He's given us his son who then goes before us and prepares and makes the way. He's given us his spirit which leads and guides us. He's forever present and is today calling you to start again, to join him as he does something new in your life and in the life of those that you love. You know? The song talks about in the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. I pray that will be your prayer. Make me a vessel, make me an offering, make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing and all that you've given me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Right? All that we've been through. Has to have been for a purpose. Pray that God will show you so that new wine can come from your experience. New wine can come from your past season. That in this new season, what was can bless what is. All right, let me pray for us. Holy Spirit, thank you. As we start this new week, God, we pray that you would enlighten us and show us what is the new thing that you are doing in our lives what is the new thing that you are calling us to it's very challenging to to start again isn't it we get consumed with so much fear what if it doesn't work i'm still so exhausted i'm still recovering from what i've been through but you are now inviting us and you are ushering us into newness and i pray father that we would heed to your call that we would be brave who would be filled with courage and say yes lord thank you for the invitation to make new wine together i pray father that we would be reminded that in your love we don't have to be afraid that if you've already given us your son god there's nothing else that you would ever withhold from us i pray that we'll be found in your presence And that we will yield to your presence and to your direction and to your um, calling. We love you and I, um, you know, and we pray that all of this week we will just see these breadcrumbs that you've been leaving for us, these clues that you've been putting before us to show us what's next, where you're calling us to. I pray that you would equip us um, and that you would encourage us, Lord. I know you say not to be afraid, but in our humanness we are. And so I pray that your power and your love will consume that fear, that all we can see is your presence. We love you and we adore you and we magnify all that you are in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.